vibes. We're really, really lucky here in the studio on Christmas Eve. Not often that we get people coming in and joining us, uh, but we're very lucky to be joined by Tina Booster. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I just tell you what, I'm not too bad. I'm getting in the Christmas vibes now. I'm looking at a Christmas tree at the moment and I'm feeling in the Christmas spirit. Are you feeling in the Christmas spirit? I'm feeling the Christmas spirit. We've got some Christmas tinsel up here. It's pretty nice. We do. Cozy. There's good work from the team that did that. I don't know how they managed to get themselves up there and put it on the speakers, but they did a good job. Uh, we're really pleased that you joined us. So thank you so thank much you. for coming in. You're going to be performing for us live as well in just a little yep. bit. But first, let's start off by asking you. I, I, I wanted to talk to you about your upbringing, right? Because you grew up as a songwriter in a missionary family. Am I yeah. Right? What's that like? Um, so I come from a really big family. Yeah. Uh, the, I have four siblings and me. Um, and my mum and dad, my dad's Dutch and my mum's South African. And um, we they were missionaries. So they like dragged us around different places. Uh, we lived in the Netherlands for a while. Um, and we also lived in South Africa. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing, you know, when you're a kid, you take for granted the experiences that you have and you think it's just normal to move around every couple of years and um, kind of be thrust into these new environments and new cultures. Um, and But now I look back, I think it really shaped the way I see the world and the way I see people. And, you know, it wasn't easy all the time. Um, sometimes if your parents are kind of seen as really good people... Uh, it yeah. kind of makes you, I don't know, sometimes you have a bit conflicted emotions about that. Yeah, I, I, I get that. <laughs> yeah. So travelling about, did that inspire you in your music then, do you think, from di- living in sort of different cultures? Because obviously not everywhere is like wonderful Great Britain <laughs> back at home. Uh, yeah, it probably did. I think it probably um, made me qu- quite aware of other people and different people and, and maybe kind of made me feel a little bit on the outside even as a teenager being in the UK I never really fit in quite like the other kids just because of my background and my family and so I suppose uh, you turn to writing to kind of express yourself and process the way that you're feeling and the way that you see the world and once I started writing couldn't really stop that just is just the way that I've always process things so I suppose it's quite a personal thing for me as much as a thing I do because I love it Has music always been a part of your life? Uh, yeah when I was a kid I used to want to be a dancer that was that was the dream Oh really? What kind of dance? <laughs> oh you know anything, anything. just like ballet hip hop jazz that was that was when I was little but then probably as a teenager I sort of picked up my mum's guitar started jamming with my sister and then once that once I started writing, I just wanted to get better at music so that I could carry on writing. Um, it's definitely always been like the lyrics and the melody that's been the thing that's interested me even more than arrangements and sound. And But getting better at the arrangements and the sound has meant that I could be better at songwriting. So. Of course. And as you got older, you then eventually got into uh, the open mic nights as yeah, well. And how yeah. was that? That's quite an experience. Doing Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> because you're performing in front of people you've never met before. You probably never meet again. What was that like? Yeah. Um, it was scary at first. Like I'd sung a lot in churches uh, where, you know, people listen or sing along and open mic nights is a different vibe. Uh, but it's great, you know, uh, just pushing yourself out meeting different people that are so passionate um, really kind of spurred me on to be more passionate about music and and the stories that I wanted to tell through my music Um, 
yeah, so even though it was scary, it actually sort of opened my eyes to this whole community of people that I hadn't... I mean, obviously I knew that people did it, but like being a part of that kind of community is is really encouraging and fun and inspiring. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Well, we have our own little sort of open <laughs> mic night tonight, except you're performing to the listener at home and myself here in the studio, and also James is with us as well. Um, we're going to get you to perform in just a few moments, but when did you first start writing your own music? When did that start? Uh, so when I was about 12 years old. 12 years yeah. old? And you see, I can play music, but I can't write my own song. It's absolutely <laughs> rubbish. How, how, how do you do it? How do you write at the age of 12? I remember being in bed... I was earlier, I hadn't gone, you know, my lights were on still and suddenly I just had this idea for a song and then I wrote it all down, just the whole thing. And then I went to my sister and I was like, I've written a song and then I sang it to her and then she tried to work out the chords on her guitar, but she wasn't very good at guitar so she couldn't really do that. So then we like jammed it badly and then... That was like the beginning, really. That's the way that it all starts. And I wanted to write a better one. <laughs> and that's it. You get the bug and you yeah. want to carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to perform for us live right now. Yeah. Can I ask, what's the first track you're going to play for us? I think I want to play you one that I... Um, it's an older one. It's one I used to play uh, at open mic nights quite a lot. Um, it's called I'll Wait, I'll Wait. Um, and it's about... Um, when you you know start a relationship with someone, you always want to see them more, and uh, sometimes that's not always possible because you're busy and life's busy. And I think uh, it's not a Christmas song, but I feel like it might have some Christmas vibes tonight. Well, that's absolutely perfect. That's <laughs> what we want. So if you just join us here on Vibe One Seven Point Six, it is the Christmas special for Raw Vibes. We're joined by Tita Booster, and she's about to perform her first life song of the evening. Take it away. You've been pulling double shifts Even though the pace bad and the bossy always Treats you like a kid And I've been fighting with my plans And this war has left me tired I've got ink all over my hands But when you're free I never seem to be when I'm not busy, oh, you always have to leave But I'll wait, I'll wait for you to come back home And I'll wait, I'll wait for you to telephone Maybe one day, one day we'll finally be Yesterday, but I had to go early because I leave for work at eight. So you say you walk me home. The drunkards were all fighting, but we're having a ball. Oh, it's been hard, like cycling in the rain. Even though it's downhill, feels like uphill Cause the wind's blowing in your face But I'll wait, I'll wait For you to come back home And I'll wait, I'll wait For you to telephone Maybe one day, one day We'll finally be alone together 
swept off your feet And I'm not like you, I don't always think so rationally Maybe we could just catch a flight The check might bounce, but by then we'd be way up in the sky That's absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. That's Thank the first you. track. It's brilliant. We're really lucky that we're going to have more tracks on the way as well, <laughs> which I'm very excited for. Uh, welcome. If you're just joining us, it is Raw Vibes, your Christmas Eve special. Uh, it's me, Chris Milligan, in for Sam and Peter, joined by the wonderful Tina Boonstra. Hello. Hello. So uh, I've got to get, uh, let's bring it up to a bit more present now. You mm-hmm. uh, are with a record label at the moment. Yeah, That's super like, exciting. That must be the dream, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So who's the record label? Um, so it's a, a small independent called Seven Core Music, um, and it's run by this incredible producer called Trevor Michael down in Eastbourne. Um, yeah, it's been so much fun to work with him. Really, really a pleasure. How did that all come about? Um, we met uh, kind of through a friend of a friend um, who I know from Liverpool uh, works with Trev. Um, we met at this kind of songwriters weekend away. And we we just got on really well. Um, he wasn't scary. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we just chatted. We didn't really talk about my music, but we just we just got on really well. There was a lot of banter. And um, at the end of the weekend, I uh, just, you know, grabbed him and said I was thinking about doing a bit of recording. And did he have any advice? And um, he had to leave, but he sent me, he gave me his email address and I um, just dropped him a message uh with one of the songs on that's now on the EP and I said you know what do you think I'd love to know what your advice would be on on how I could uh, produce this because I'd sort of I'd worked with a couple of other producers before earlier this year and they were great but it just didn't it didn't quite click it wasn't quite the right thing Um, yeah and he just got back to me after a couple of weeks and he just really loved the track and wanted to work with me on it and I was like are you sure? Like, <laughs> but that's awesome. That's that's really really great news. Um, well, the other figure I wanted to say is that recently you've ba- you've got to escape the wintry weather here in the UK. You went out in California, wasn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> The weirdest thing. Very, very <laughs> jealous because I got stuck in the snow the other day. Oh yeah. So, so go on then. So why oh, were you in man. California? What was that all about? Okay, right. This never ever happens to me, but I have a day job. It's a great job, um, pays the bills, uh, it's good to have that great <laughs> people. Um, the places that I've travelled to with my job in the four years I've had it, I've been Birmingham <laughs> and Manchester. Uh, Wonderful parts of the world. Great, great parts of the world. Real privilege to go there. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I got an email saying, would I come to San Diego to interview Jackie Chan? <laughs> and I was <laughs> <My> like... My <laughs> goodness. Sure. Yeah, why not? And um, my boss, I mean, it's not part of my job. That's not, It's not my job uh, at all. In fact, we don't even really do that uh, so much. And, and so I was working with this this PR company in the film studio, really wanted someone to come out. And just because I'd sort of picked up the email, 
I went and then they booked me for a week, just kind of slightly wow. through miscommunication. So I did two days in Legoland interviewing Jackie Chan uh, for four minutes. I had four minutes with Jackie uh, and Dave Franco. I always forget him. Um, and then I had this week on my own with no plans and no money. And it was terrifying. <laughs> but it all worked out. It all worked out. What was Jackie like? Lovely. Really, really? Ni- really nice guy. Yeah. And Dave Franco was amazing. Um, I mean, I had four minutes with them, so we didn't really get to like heart no, to heart level. But four minutes with Jackie Chan is better than no Come minutes on. with Jackie yeah. Chan. Yeah. That Absolutely incredible. It was a dream. It was really bizarre. The most bizarre week of the year, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely brilliant. Well, there you go. Absolutely fantastic. Okay, so I think it'd be really good if uh, we could do another track with you now. Uh, sure. So what are you going to play for us? So I think I'm going to play you a song from the EP, um, which is out in February. So it's a little while to wait. Um, but this one's called Occupy Me. Um, and it goes like this. I'm building a home for you in my skin Make it holy Take residence I'm buried beneath so much junk I can't breathe And I need you To come set me free Slowly Occupy me Build your inside me Clear a space and take the room Cause all I know is I space for you in my mind Cause I need you to calm the chaos inside I've harbored myself in a shelter of noise Oh, I'm drowning without the sound of your voice Slowly Occupy me Build your inside me Clear a space and take the room Cause all I know is I Cool. 
Fantastic. Thank That's you. That's absolutely brilliant. You will stick around, won't you, and chat to us a little bit more yes, in the next of course. hour. Fantastic. And also, we're going to be doing uh, a little game as well, a <gasps> fake band name game. Excellent. You'll play along as well. Great. Perfect. It's going to be good. Make sure you stick around on Raw Vibes on Christmas Eve. Showcasing Watford's talent. Raw Vibes. Radio made in Watford. It's your Christmas special uh, with me, Chris, in for Sam and Peter. Delighted to say, once again, joined by the, joined, should I say, by the wonderful Tina Boonstra. Hello. Hello, once again. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. Oh, the big day tomorrow. You hope is, San- is Santa going to bring you everything that you want? Every single thing. World got- peace. <laughs> Feeding the hungry. <laughs> God, you've got a really long no, list. Yeah, it's a pretty big list. Pretty big got list. Got big expectations for tomorrow. Got big expectations. <laughs> Santa, mate, you better deliver. Come better on. deliver. Uh, right, I want to go back. Let's talk about your EP that mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier. Uh, you uh, released the first track from your EP. It was back in mid-November. November, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of work goes into crafting like a single. How did it feel releasing it to the public? Felt felt really scary and then really good. Um yeah. All we, rolled into one. Yeah, so we recorded the EP over the summer, just in one week early in the summer, and that was amazing, really intense experience, but really incredible. Um, and then there was quite a long wait for when the tracks were ready, and even then, you know, getting like the cover art and um, the right information on the tracks, and then doing like lyric videos and music videos and press releases and all that stuff just takes a long time, and it's not. It's fun, but it's not the reason why I write songs because I write songs because I like writing songs. So, um, so it was a lot of work kind of going into the release, and then suddenly it got to like the day before, and I was like, "Oh no, I have to share this with the world," <laughs> um, which is mostly like great because I was really proud of what we made and really excited to get to share it, but also terrifying. And then, yeah. and then it was just like, okay, well. Here it is. Here we go. World. Yeah. Do what you want with it. Um, and the response has been amazing, actually, like far beyond what I expected. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Cause, but like I said, the track's called Prodigal. Mm-hmm. Um, you got really good response from it. Yeah, from- yeah. It's like got picked up by a couple of bloggers. It was on this other blog, uh, this YouTube channel, which has like 100,000 subscribers. So now like my song on his channel has had like 20,000 views, which like for me, you know, I'm very, I'm a, local artists like I don't have a huge following at the moment and that was just super encouraging and like uh, people just loving the song friends and family and also people who I don't know just saying like yeah that really sums up where I am right now in in a way that I didn't even realise until I heard your song and so stuff like that was like that's cool because that's that's why I write and um, so that felt really good yeah. Well, that's why why you're in music, 100%. In a blog post uh, earlier this month on your website, you said you'd have a go at writing down what inspired you yeah. to write uh, Prodigal. Did you figure it out? Um, so Prodigal, I suppose, was inspired by a couple of things. Um, it it kind of started... I was writing this other song, um, which is on the EP, comes out in February, um, which is like a really happy, like, all-out song about how... You know, real true love really matters and it means something and it's powerful. And I was trying to ro- finish that song and I just, it just wasn't working. And I realized it just wasn't really where I was at. Um, and then there was a couple of other conversations I had with friends of mine who they were just, you know, they were fine, work was okay, life was okay. 
but there wasn't any of that joy that they did have once and there was like just a kind of numbness and a going through the motions of life and and feeling like where how did this happen and it it's not like about where they were in terms of career or people it was just there who they were at the core of themselves maybe just wasn't as alive as it was um and so when they started describing this I was like actually maybe there's a little bit of where I'm at here too and um and so yeah I just kind of started exploring that and and writing and um kind of being a bit more honest with myself I guess when you sometimes you don't realize how you are until somebody points it out you yeah. know what I mean or I, I definitely am one of those unself-aware people that uh unless people point out to me I don't realize it myself and um yeah then I just started writing this track and it just it it kind of came out um in in sections yeah. but it just felt it felt really right and really raw which was quite scary um to kind of to put that out there but it was yeah. it was real you know and, and when I started performing it over um to like in bars and clubs and st- open night nights and stuff like that then people really connected with it in in a way that I didn't expect and um that's how it ended up on the EP yeah there you go um, recently, I've seen that you've been uh, filming a music video. Mm-hmm. What can you tell me about it, and when and where can we see it? Well, New Year's Day. New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Love it. A New Check Year's it Day out release on my social channels on YouTube, uh, Instagram, everywhere. Uh, Tina Boonstra. Google it. I'm the only one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, I worked with this amazing filmmaker called David Pardo, um, and he he was just really um, interested in capturing the emotion of the song um, in a way that I hadn't really thought of before. He's yeah. like very visual, um, thinking about the way that light works and shadow and and because all I wanted was a music video that wasn't cheesy. I was going to say, because well, what's that like? Because as a musician, you primarily think obviously about the music, and yeah. then you've got someone else coming in who's listening to your track and then thinking how they envisage it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what's, what's so that process hard. So like? like? We had this. We went to the NASCAR for a drink, and we were just chatting about it, about the video. And I didn't really know him very well um, up until then, and he was asking me all these questions about like, what's the song about? Like, uh, if you could describe it in a word, what is it? what is the colour of the song? And I was just like, I don't know. What is the colour of the song? <laughs> Maybe bluey grey? Green, greeny blue? Like, asking me all these questions that I had, you know, obviously as a songwriter, it's just a totally different angle. And But he, you know, digging into to why I wrote it and what the emotions were, he just kind of came with a concept that was really simple, but really worked and it really it's really just captured that kind of emotion uh, in a way that I think I think it's really nice I think it's good uh, all I wanted was something that wasn't cheesy and uh, I think I think we did that I, so, I think maybe I had low expectations <laughs> where did you film it and when did you film it so uh, we shot it fairly illegally at the Barbican I'm pretty sure <laughs> hopefully no one's listening from there no I'm sure not um, and then we also shot a bit at Watford North train station <laughs> and you've done that recently yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's pretty cold I'm oh guessing. it was absolutely freezing <laughs> Um, the first half of the day we're at the barbecue and I just had like jumper and a coat on jeans obviously and trainers um, 
just to clarify. Um, and, you know, we were like walking around, did, you know, was there for the whole afternoon. Then I came back to my house to change and then we were going to Watford North train station. And when I came in, I was like, I'm so cold. And I like <laughs> put like three pairs of socks on. I've got like six jumpers on underneath my jacket um, for the second part of the video. I, thankfully, you can't quite see, but... If you probably looked really closely, you'll see like three or four jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd say overall a really good experience, though. Yeah, really fun, really fun. Um, we had just a laugh doing it and came back with something that we we're just really proud of. Well, so. hopefully we'll see some more as yeah. well. We look forward to seeing that on Thank uh, you. On first the of day. January. First of Jan. 2018. Unbelievable. Uh, right, we're going to play a track uh, off your EP now. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to get you to introduce it, but what track are we going to hear from you on your on, from So you're going to hear my single, Prodigal. Um, it's a story about learning how to feel again and starting that journey. Um, I hope you like it. I've never introduced it before. Um, Check it out. Check it out. Well, here <laughs> Sorry, we go. Worst intro ever. <laughs> That's totally fine. Totally original. Uh, so if you're just joining us now, uh, you're live in here with uh, on uh, Christmas Eve on Vibe 107.6 and Raw Vibes uh, with Tina Boonstra. And uh, this is a track from the EP. And this is Prodigal. There's a time I crawled a river used to be Cold, cold ground where fires to burn Got question marks where I used to be certain Wasted away all you gave me nothing I wonder so far can I find my way home Don't know where you are or how to approach you But if I could find a way Fall down, I would fall down at your feet. If I could find the words to call out, I would say you all I need. Is it true that broken hearts find open arms to gather? I'm gonna find a way to fall down, find a way to fall down at your feet. To be so close, everything was just you and me. Then I stepped back to prove that I could be something. When did that crack turn into a canyon? I can't bridge this gap, there's no sense in trying. I wondered so Say you all I need Is it true that pro 
Prodigal there by Tila Booster, who's still with us here in the studio. Hello. Hello. Oh, thank you very much uh, for joining us once again on Christmas Eve. Uh, it's time to uh, leave the questions, but well, actually, bring the questions back in. We're going to be doing uh, called the Fake Band Name Game, and we've got a little bit of a cheesy bed to play with it. Are you ready? Yep, so here, ready. Here we go. It's the, the Fake Band Name Game! <laughs> And that is that is Excellent. it. That's all we're getting. I will put a little bit of a bed mm. underneath us because it sounds a little bit better while we're playing a little bit of a fake band name game. <laughs> um, so uh, really simple. You've got to guess whether this band is real or is fake. Okay. Do you think? You, how well do you know your bands? Do you think you know them pretty well? I know some bands pretty well. Right. I'm ready though. I feel. You might not know most of these, but we'll give it a shot anyway. Come on. Let's see how you do. Right, no pressure. The best we've had on War Vibes is six out of six. Do I win a prize? If I get seven. A round six. of applause? Uh, fake round of applause. Fake round of yes. applause. That'll do. Right, let's go for it. Okay. So the first band that I'm going to say, is it fake? Is it real? The Sna Santa Snow Patrol. Oh, I don't know. Fake. Yes. Yes. You've won. One so far. Let's keep going. The Hollies. Fake? No, it's oh. real. Still got one at the moment. Come on. We Come can still on. do better than this. I know you can, right? Thanks. Thanks for believing in me. Oh, I do believe in you. The Cranberries. Real. Yes. Come on. Well done. You've Come got on. that. That's easy. I knew that you'd got that one. Cold Turkey. I'm going to say fake. Yes, it is fake. Okay. It's going well so far. Come on. Come on. We're getting very close. Didn't know how niche these were going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Tinsel Mines. Oh, I don't know. Fake? Yes. yes. Right, last one for five out of six. Come so on, a pretty come good on, score. Come on. You ready? Yep. Mary Carves the Chicken. Is it true or is it fake? Oh, fake. Wrong, it's no! true. Genuinely what? a true what band. What band is this? I need to check them out right when now. When I got given this list and I saw that that was on the real list, no. I was like, not in a million years. And I've searched it up and it Are is Are they a good real. band? What's their vibe? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get into the music. I just saw the name. Check it out on Spotify as soon as I leave exactly. this Exactly. Put it up on Spotify. Mary Cast the Chicken. Mary Cast wow. the Chicken. What a name. Mind blown. So there we go. Four out of six. Well done. Not Four quite out six out of six, but you're done well nonetheless. Next you you pleased with that? I feel like I could have done better, but you know, it's Christmas, it's been heavy mulled wine month. Yeah. <laughs> well, James here in the studio with us has been drinking mulled wine whilst watching I'm a Celebrity. Well, he's been he living knows, the high knows, life. He knows how to live. He the, knows how the to dream. live the high life. Right, let's do another track, our final track from you. Uh, it's not going to be an original. You are, because it's Christmas Eve and the big day is tomorrow, you're going to do a Christmas track for us. Yes, I am. So, what Christmas track are you going to do for us? Well, I thought long and hard about this and I figured, you know, there was really only one song to do. There is really only one Christmas song and it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be tough uh, to cover it but I'm trying my best uh, Mariah please don't be offended <laughs> we know what uh, it is this is all I want for Christmas yes and I hope you like it take it away I don't want a lot for Christmas there is just one thing I need I don't care about 
the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. Christmas, there is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. No, I don't wanna hang my stocking there upon the fireplace. Santa Claus will make me happy with a toy on Christmas Day. No, I just want you for my own. Come true. All I want for Christmas is you. I won't ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. I just wanna keep on waiting underneath the mistletoe. No, I will make a list and send. Cause I just want you here tonight Holding on to me so tight What more can I do? All I want for Christmas is you Ooh, baby All the lights are shining so brightly Brilliant. Thank you so much. Tina Boothstra there, the cover of Mariah Carey. And you said at the beginning as well, you're hoping Mariah would be proud. I think she would be 100%. So I know Thank she's a big you, listener kind. into the show. She's a big fan. She's a big yeah, fan, yeah. so I know 100%. Uh, so you are listening to Raw Vibes. It is the Christmas special. Of course, we're still joined we're in the studio by Tina Boonstra. So what's next for the new year? What's the plans? So obviously you've got the music video being released, as you yep. said, at, uh, first, of, first, of January. first of Jan. The EP's been released as well. Yeah, so we've got a second single first yeah. on the 12th of January. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm super excited about. It's um, it's probably one of the most like stripped back tracks on the EP. So, like everything about it shouldn't mean that it shouldn't be a single. But we just loved it so much, and it kind of it's kind of unofficially part two of Prodigal. So yeah. 
um, it just felt right to release that in the new year. And then EP are in February, beginning of Feb, 8th of Feb, I think. Uh, uh, with, yeah, um, and there's a single coming with that called My Concrete Heart, which is uh, really like pumped up. Um, and yeah, then I'll probably do like a launch in London and hopefully do a couple of tour, uh, like tour dates across the country. And yeah, we'll see from there. Perfect. I tell you what, very, very excited. Thank you. Very excited. From what we've heard tonight, particularly as well, it's going to be great. Uh, how can we follow you online? How can we keep an eye on what you're doing? Yeah, so um, follow me on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. Uh, just search Tina Boonstra. Um, you'll be able to find me. Uh, I also have a blog, uh, which I sort of use as a way to talk about my songs and what I'm getting up to, uh, which is tinaboonstra.wordpress.com. And yeah, come see me at my gigs. Um, I'll post about them in the new year. Um, love to come and meet you guys. And yeah, that's probably the best way. And most importantly, when the EP does come out, you come back and visit us here. Of course, five. anytime. Perfect. That's exactly what we wanted to hear. Tina, thank you so much for joining us on Christmas Eve. I really do appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you too. Showcasing Watford's talent. Raw vibes. Radio made in Watford. Five, six, five, six.